All right, let's get ready to podcast. You know what? If I'm going to go do that, if I'm going to sing that song, I'd better darn well commit to it. Are you all ready for this? Yes, we are ready for this. All right, come on, Josh, wake up. One cannot podcast while half asleep. That would be insanity. All right, worried about my bladder this morning. Let's start there. Low flow. That's what the doctor says. My bladder muscle is not contracting. Even my bladder muscle is weak. I don't think he knows why this is happening. Because if he did know why, I would say, why is this happening? And he would say, because X, Y, and Z. But that is not what he said. He just said, you're too young for this. Perhaps you are staring at the first young man, or youngish man, I should say, who has a weak bladder. Apparently, if it gets bad enough, he wants to install a pacemaker. I don't see how the pacemaker, presumably in my bladder, I don't know where else you would put the pacemaker, perhaps in my heart. That now that now I'm creeping myself out. I think it's a bladder pacemaker. How did the thing activate? Do I have to press a button to pee? Do I have a remote? Will my bladder have a remote? Will hackers be able to hack into my bladder now? Wouldn't that just be Wouldn't that just be the thing? Wouldn't that just be the thing? So I'm afraid that that's going to get worse. And on top of all of that, the health insurance costs are going up. But the good news is there won't be an ecosystem in about 10 years. So I won't have to worry about getting old. Because it's difficult to pee when you're starving to death. Isn't that right, America? Uh, I'd like to I'd like to have a political show where my tagline is, Isn't that right, America? All right, now I'm just being silly for the sake of being silly. Let's rein that in. Let's rein that in right now. So I'm sitting here thinking, if the doctor doesn't know why this is happening, then... Could I perhaps cure myself? That's the next place I always go. Could I cure myself? Could we, uh, could we Lorenzo's oils this? Could we, could we do a little Lorenzo's oil on this thing? I'm really proud of myself that I just dropped that reference. Incredibly proud of myself. 
I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe the maybe the answer is an oil of some kind. I'm actually thinking the answer is probably diet, exercise, and not being stressed out, which is the same answer for all other ailments. Diet, exercise, don't be stressed out. Listen, I can do the diet thing, okay? Except for sugar and red meat and processed white flour. And I can do the exercise thing once a year. But do not ask me to not be stressed out. That is my way. That is my zen. You know, it's a shame that that there aren't any ailments out there that can be actually healed with stress. Ah, I should get that ailment. That'd be a great ailment. Well, listen, uh, the, uh, the test results have ba- are back, and you have a uh, calmness disorder, CD. And uh, we recommend five days a week uh, of stressing yourself out. Here are some things that you can worry about, the environment. Um, whether or not you'll be able to satisfy a future mate sexually and emotionally. How about, uh, are you artistic? Great. We've got a whole pamphlet on neuroses about your art that we can give you. Now, this this should be no problem for you. Just, you know, and if you feel yourself lapsing into a state of reverie, here's my cell phone number. Call me, and I will be able to uh, get you out of it. Oh, the other thing you could do is just convert to Judaism. There's a thought. That's a definite thought right there. That is a definite thought. I'm seeing a banner. Is there a, a is there a museum exhibit devoted to dogs? Is that really happening? That can't be. I'm sure I'm looking at this banner incorrectly. I don't think I'm looking at the banner incorrectly. I think there's a museum There is a museum exhibit dedicated to dogs. (sighs) I don't suppose you could take your dog to the exhibit. I'm sure the dog will appreciate... Well, they probably... I'm sure they've done... They have things at the exhibit for the dog. Food, probably. Is this really necessary? A museum dedicated to dogs... I'm sure I'm looking at it wrong, but I have a feeling I'm not. Why do we need a museum piece or an exhibit dedicated to dogs? We still have them. It's not the past yet. It's where you put the dinosaurs. And if you'll step right uh, up this way, this is where you'll see that we've charted the history of, of when humans and dogs began to form a cooperative relationship right here. Can I help you, sir? Yes, I'm from the future. I'm from the 23rd century where dogs have become extinct and I need to get a pair of dogs back to the future so that they can communicate with an alien who's come to figure out why the dogs have stopped talking to them. Seriously? Yes. You know, that was the plot of one of the Star Trek movies. I don't know what this Star Trek is that you're talking about. No, there's a movie called Star Trek, 
Although in the mo- except in the movie, it wasn't dogs that they were going back in time for. It was it was humpback whales. We have plenty of humpback whales. We need dogs. Yeah, I I, I got that. I need you to help me get a pair of dogs to take back to the future. You really need my help with that. They're all over the place. I don't think you understand the severity of this. If we don't get those dogs back to the future, this alien is going to destroy the planet Earth in the 23rd century. Yeah, there's like 15 dog pounds within a five-mile radius. Do you need an address? Uh, yeah, I guess I do need an address. Yeah, it, it's it's not that... Your mission is a lot easier than the one in the movie, because in the movie, there were very few humpback whales left, and they had to break into... Well, they had to try to get a pair of humpback whales who were in captivity, but then released into captivity, so they had to track the whales. It was complex. I think it's going to be a lot easier for you. In fact, you could probably just punch that guy out over there and take his dog. Man, these sci-fi franchises have really gone downhill, haven't they? Still worried about the bladder. Still coming back to the bladder. But at least the uh, worrying about the bladder is helping me deal with my CD. Hey, callback. Dealing with the morning traffic. which I am not a fan of. This is why I try to live close to where I work. That's the advice people always give. Live close to where you work. Live close to where you work, then you don't have to worry about the commute. It's a major problem for the people on Coruscant, I think. Entire planet's a city. No one can afford to live there, so they have to live in the planet of suburbs. Three light speed jumps away from the planet of the city. Incredibly annoying. But you'd think with all that technology they could telecommute. Do you know what I'm saying? Star Wars observational humor. Uh. Driving by a place, I think the name of the restaurant is Best Thai Food in Town. I like that the name of the restaurant is the review of the restaurant. Or at least a potential review of the restaurant. Or a hopeful review of the restaurant. Now, alright, here it is. Dogs, a science exhibition. An exhibition on dogs. A science exhibition on dogs. For dog's sake! You mean to tell me that people are going to the science exhibition and paying money to learn about that dog that is right there? Oh, my. I can't handle it. I cannot handle this. You know, I understand they wanted to have a cat exhibition, but it was just too hard to herd all the cats together to do it. I want to see exotic things in a science exhibition. Listen, I have nothing bad to say about dogs. 
It's like having an exhibition for people named Jim. What is this for? It's an exhibition for people named Jim. We study psychologically what it what it what it's like to be named Jim. What? This doesn't make any sense. Excuse me. I need to. Uh, I'm here from the future. We need to take a couple of gyms back to the 23rd century. It, all of the gyms have disappeared. The aliens are trying to figure out why. That doesn't make any sense. Just name your kids Jim in the 24th century. That's. It's simply not our way. It isn't done anymore. We need authentic gyms. It's funny you mention that because the movie that this is based off of, or that this reminds me of, the main character was named Jim. Isn't that ironic? We don't have time for your irony. We need a couple of gyms right now. For safety, three. Three gyms. I'm assuming you'll be okay with the James. We'll make do with James. We'll make do. Forgive me, my nose is running a little bit. I think it's on account of the weather. We're experiencing the June gloom in May. Suffice it to say. But I enjoy the June gloom. And I've mentioned this in previous podcasts, but I will mention it again. I enjoy the June gloom because it's not as depressing as when it's really, really cloudy. This feels, this doesn't feel like, this feels more like fog. (laughs) Reminds me of that uh, Eugene O'Neill monologue we all had to memorize back in drama school. The fog was where I wanted it to be. I hated working on that monologue, I gotta be honest with you. I really hated it. Maybe it was too close to home. Because right now, i got to be honest with you, the fog is exactly where I want it to be. Eugene O'Neill. There's a laugh a minute. Oh, my God. I think I read The Iceman Cometh for a high school project. The Iceman never came. I'm sitting there going, can the Iceman just come already, please? Where is the Iceman? Everyone's talking about their pipe dreams. 19 hours of this on stage. It makes me long for the fast-paced excitement of waiting for Godot. I shouldn't make fun of Eugene O'Neill. The man suffered. Frankly, I think reading about Eugene O'Neill, it's like looking in a mirror when it comes to the family dynamics going on in my life. Maybe that's why I struggle with it. But maybe it's a mirror for all families, perhaps. I don't think so. I think, this is what I'll say about, here's what I I will say about our family versus the characters in the Eugene O'Neill play that are based on his family. Yes, we're crazy. And yes, we have our things. But I think we have more of a sense of humor about it. We'd, We'd sprinkle in a few jokes, at least. A few moments of levity in between having nervous breakdowns. You know, at least one dick joke, Eugene O'Neill. That's all we ask. Just to lighten the mood a little bit. Too much drama in Eugene O'Neill play. I never thought I'd say this. I never thought I would say this. 
But Eugene O'Neill play is what happens when you only eat the cake frosting and not the cake. That's what Eugene O'Neill play is. It's too, it's too much. It's too much of a good thing. You need a little bit of that actual cake. The less sugary, less sweet part. To balance, out, to balance it out. To make you appreciate the, the ultra-sweetness of the, of the frosting. Sam Beckett, on the other hand, is cake with no frosting. Shakespeare is perfect. All of the playwrights are terrible. And that's the end of my theater history lesson for the day. I've come back in time for the 24th century. We need to find Eugene O'Neill. There's an alien that wanted to know if, Gene O'Neill, if Eugene O'Neill was all right. And we have to bring him back to the future so that the, Eugene O'Neill can tell him, no, by God, he is not all right. Well, I think I've, uh, think I've run that one into the ground, haven't I? I certainly have. I certainly have. Yeah, I just feel bloated down there. Maybe that's what it is. And it's, I'm pretty sure it's connected to the uh, irritable bowel syndrome. I've gone back to talking about the bladder, by the way, for those of you keeping score. I think it's connected to irritable bowel syndrome, which I also have, which could all be corrected if I ate right and exercised and was relaxed. And I'm passing by yet another example of somebody who's making a left illegally, impeding traffic. And those people, I'll tell you, those are the people who should be sent forward to the future to talk to the aliens right there. Am I right, ladies? Am I right, America? Am I right, America? Been listening to the score from Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. I keep thinking about that movie. I keep coming back to that movie because that's one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen in my life. It really, truly is. Because nobody does a bad job acting in the movie and none of the individual scenes in the movie are bad. And a lot of the fight choreography is great. But when you put the whole thing together, it's a bit too Eugene O'Neill. I think Eugene O'Neill wrote that movie. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm fairly certain that Eugene O'Neill wrote that movie. I think that that's the only conclusion I can reach. I mean, that is totally a movie where at some point either Batman or Superman would say, the fog was where I wanted it to be. I'm pretty sure they did say that. That's how I can enjoy that movie. I'm just going to pretend it's late Eugene O'Neill. <laughs>